Did you ever hear about the time the Lone Ranger and Tonto went camping? Well, the Lone Ranger and Tonto, they go camping in the desert. And after they got their tent all set up, they fell sound asleep. Some hours later, Tonto wakes up the Lone Ranger and he says, Kimosabi, look towards the sky. What do you see? And the Lone Ranger replies, well, I see millions of stars. And what does that tell you, asked Tonto. And the Lone Ranger ponders for a moment, and then he says, well, astronomically speaking, it tells me there are millions of galaxies and potentially billions of planets. Astrologically speaking, it tells me that Saturn is in Leo. Time-wise, it appears to be approximately a quarter past three in the morning. Theologically speaking, it's evident the Lord is all-powerful and we are small and insignificant. Meteorologically, it seems we have We'll have a beautiful day tomorrow. What does this all of you, what does all of this tell you, Tonto? And Tonto is silent for a moment, and then he says, Kimosabi, it tells me someone has stolen our tent. Well, sometimes we are prone to miss the obvious, aren't we? In our text for study this morning, it can be very easy for us to miss some obvious features of this text for at least two reasons. One is that this is perhaps the most well-known the most famous, the most quoted Bible passage in the world, and rightly so because it sums up the gospel. And so sometimes being familiar with something breeds complacency, and it becomes easy for us to miss the major focus. The second reason that we can be uh, overlook some things in this text is because John 3.16 starts in the middle of a larger thought. But if all we know is John 3.16 and not know that it comes in the context of John 3.1-15, through 15, then we can very easily miss the depth and thunder of this verse. And that's what happens. If we just start with John 3.16, knowing nothing of the rest of the passage, then all we know of God is that God loves us. And, and if you were to go up to anyone on the street and tell them that God loves them, well, guess what? They're not going to be blown away by that statement, most likely. If you begin any type of evangelism with God loves you, no one's going to be amazed at that. And in fact, most people have the worldview and the mindset that of, of course he loves me. Why wouldn't God love me? I'm a likable person. I'm lovable. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if God wanted me working for him. And this is why context is so important. What has Jesus just done in verses 1 through 15? Jesus has just decimated a man named Nicodemus and his worldview of a works-based righteousness. Nicodemus was of the mind that if he, Nicodemus, accomplished the right deeds, did more good things than bad things, if he kept his nose clean and stayed out of trouble, then God would be impressed with him. Why wouldn't God love Nicodemus? After all, look at everything Nicodemus has to offer. And yet Jesus crashed in on Nicodemus' worldview and he said, you don't know anything about the kingdom of God and entering the kingdom is impossible for you to do, Nicodemus. You are sinful, morally evil, a slave to sin, blinded by it. The only thing that can produce uh, more of that is the flesh. Flesh gives birth to flesh. You do not have the capacity to generate anything that is spiritually life-saving within you. And then Jesus goes on to say, But the Son of Man must be lifted up, and those who believe in the Son of Man will gain eternal life. Can you imagine how Nicodemus must have felt? You mean to tell me that all I have been working for is useless? 
I'm still separated from God. He's not pleased with my efforts, but they were sincere efforts. And Jesus told Nicodemus that the basis of being born from above is not what he could do, but what must happen to the Son of Man. He must be lifted up. Now, that's the context. Nicodemus is laid low. His trophies, his accomplishments, his self-righteousness is but a puddle of mud now at his feet. And why is Jesus so blunt with him? Because God loves Nicodemus. And that's what John goes on to explain. You see, the new birth is rooted in the exaltation of Jesus, in his cross and in his resurrection. But the cross and resurrection is rooted down deep in the love of God. You see, without the cross and resurrection, there would be no new birth. But without the love of God for poor, wretched, miserable sinners, there would be no cross. Today, when you pray, please pray for John Page and his family, our missionaries in Cambodia. And also remember the Amara Life Word broadcast in Bolivia and Peru.